Is Rob Gronkowski really any good anymore? 31 years old, is he any good? I'm really not sure that's the question at all. And I'm, I'm really not even sure that matters, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Welcome everybody to the channel. Sal Vetri here. And we're going to break down this trade right now. Rob Gronkowski, a come out of retirement trade instead of a sign in trade. It's a, a come out of retirement in trade here for Rob Gronkowski. And you end up shipping out a seventh round pick for what you end up getting in return, a fourth round pick. So Patriots get a free fourth round pick, it seems overnight when Gronkowski just comes out of retirement that they weren't expecting to get. And you're having now some salary that they're going to have to pay. He's due $9 million this year, $10 million towards the cap. That's all going to be worked out once the contract details come out, but he'll be 31 years old in May. So once the season starts, let's analyze this trade today. And I thank you all for being here. So if you please do hit the subscribe button and get any value from this video and answer this question for me in the comment section below. How many receptions do you think Rob Gronkowski will have in the 2020 season you have to build in some will he be injured will he be playing a ton of snaps and mind you he played 93 percent of the snaps for the patriots in 2018 a season where he played 13 games so he was injured during that season he injured pretty much every single year since his 2012 fractured forearm so rob gronkowski is now going to be reunited with the brand new tampa bay buck himself uh, but no longer the new kid in town uh, tom brady it is now rob gronkowski going to be taking on those honors he did retire at the end of the 2018 season when they won the Super Bowl. Rob Gronkowski in 2018 played 13 games, uh, missed about three games during that season with a back and ankle injury. If you know Rob Gronkowski's injury history, starting in college, he actually hurt that back, herniated disc. He injured that disc a second time and missed a ton of games in 2016. And then he injured that and his ankle in 2018. He also has dealt with a torn ACL and MCL, more ankle injuries, a concussion, a couple of concussions, really. He's been really banged up. So it's a big if right now is will he stay healthy? But 2018, he did not stay fully healthy, but 13 games he gave them. And we really saw a reduction in Rob Gronkowski's passing game role. He only saw 16% of the target share, 47 receptions for 682 yards and just three touchdowns. We're not used to that from Rob Gronkowski. 12% red zone target share in that offense with Tom Brady. That was a complete fall off. People were calling him an extended offensive lineman. Now that's not the case because he actually did run around on 78% of the plays he was on the field for. He wasn't just an offensive lineman. He was out there running. He was just running shorter routes. He was not getting any separation. Rob Gronkowski ranked 34th in separation. A guy who was normally top 10, top five in that category was only 34th out of 32 teams of tight ends. He ranked 34th that year. So you saw a steep fall and decline. Maybe he was playing a little bit injured, but he also had 40, 45 more pounds than he does currently as we speak on him in weight at that time. We'll see. That's a big if, if he will add that weight back on. Brady had one of his lowest QBRs when targeting Rob Gronkowski, 98.3 out of their whole entire career together. That was 23rd in the league for a quarterback in tight end combination for that year. 9.5 yards per target and a 65.3 catch rate. It was really around an 85.3 true catch rate as they call it when you factor out some of the off-target targets, the actual true catchable passes. So you got a really bad year to Rob Gronkowski, one that we weren't used to. It ends up with them winning a Super Bowl. It ends up with him missing three more games, and then he ends up retiring. Since then, he's been all over the the, the public news recently being the 24-7 or the 24-hour champion for the WWE that you saw when they had no fans in the stands at, what was it, WrestleMania. So he's been all over the, the media. He's been doing interviews. He's been doing uh, WWE events like that one. And now he's back in the NFL. So who knows what the contract situation is. Uh, Vince McMahon's going to have to work out now after folding the XFL and getting sued now by Oliver Luck, the head of the XFL. Lots going on there for a totally different spinoff uh, to this episode. But what does this do for the Bucks offense? And is Rob Gronkowski any good a year off losing 40 or 50 pounds, maybe now having to put a lot of that weight on really quickly? How does that adjust and, and mess up your body after you haven't been in this athletic shape? I assume at least not taking on a ton of contact with a bad knees, with a bad back, with a bad lower body, your ankles, right? Concussions, all that stuff. And he's been quoted on saying that it's really messed with him 
the NFL, the hits that he's taking, right? He, he ended up investing in a CBD company because he said it has really helped him. Marijuana, CBD, uh, all that stuff is really helping his brain function and his cognitive function since retiring from the NFL. So you have to wonder what is left in the tank for Rob Gronkowski, not only physically and what he can do now at the age of 31 before the season starts, but is there actually a ton of motivation there? And I say yes. I say the biggest thing is motivation. Teaming back up with Tom Brady, going down to Tampa Bay, where the weather will be warmer than New England for the far majority, if not the entire season, that's going to help both Brady, but also mainly Rob Gronkowski for these injuries that he has dealt with. It's similar to when you get Tiger Woods in Augusta at the at the start of the year. He's always going to usually perform better there and not have as much injury risk because the weather is just warmer in the year. Here, you're getting actually a location change for Rob Gronkowski. That, without question, had to be a big factor for him going back out into warmer weather because he knows his body. He knows it's actually going to help. So what I think this does to this offense is very interesting. I think you're going to see a lot more 12 personnel. If you're not familiar, 12 personnel means that you have two tight ends on the field with two wide receivers. 11 personnel is when you have a three wide receiver wide. You have two wide wide receivers out wide and a wide receiver in the slot running back quarterback 12 personnel now I think as of right now you're going to see some combination of Rob Gronkowski and OJ Howard or Cameron Brake now if OJ Howard there's been speculation that he wanted to be traded before the draft he's going to be traded and or cut potentially I suspect a trade if anything to some teams that maybe need a tight end i.e the Green Bay Packers has been a name that's being tossed around out there I'm not yet sold that he'll be completely gone but he is in this Bruce Arians doghouse so I would not be shocked if OJ Howard is completely cut off now I think he's still the by far best pass catching tight end on this roster. They just actually have to give him opportunities. 31 year old Rob Gronkowski coming off of a year of retirement with injuries. I don't think he's going to automatically be the best pass catching tight end on this roster. Cameron Brady, he's been very good in the red zone, but he was very much a James Winston darling. It's yet to be seen what Tom Brady will do with him. Athletically gifted wise, I think OJ Howard is the best tight end on this roster. I personally think it would be a mistake to cut him, but we know that it goes much deeper than this. You can just ask the Houston Texans with Bill O'Brien in terms of connections with your players. Bruce Arians, he seems like one of the most likable coaches in the league. Does he have a bad connection or is it just a media with OJ Howard? We don't know. That's a wait and see game. But either way, if OJ Howard does get cut and it's just Cameron Brait there left with Rob Gronkowski, you're going to see more 12 personnel. And I think a big, big thing that's going to be impacted here is what happens with the running game. And we're not going to know until the NFL draft is over. Maybe the NFL draft is over by the time you're watching this. But Ronald Jones is one of the worst pass protecting running backs in the entire league. DeRay Ogunbowale is not that great either. A pass catching running back for the most part. Uh, you're going to probably see a running back drafted by the New England Patriots. If it's Cam Akers, or somebody of that build in the third or fourth round of the NFL draft, you're in luck because Cam Akers, a guy of his build, can both catch the ball like James White and can also pass protect like James White. So very similar build, if you will, and just at least similar characteristics for a Tom Brady offense. So that's going to be one thing that really helps in terms of pass protection, helping out Tom Brady in this offense. Now, why does that matter for Rob Gronkowski? Well, Rob Gronkowski, he is a one of the best when he was healthy and really when he was in his prime before he retired, blocking tight ends in the entire league. Now he's dropped 40 or 50 pounds. Can you just put that weight right back on? I know it's at least 35 pounds is what he was quoted at a few months ago. Can you at least put that weight back on in the form of muscle this quickly after dropping it so quickly and be up to speed and ready to go against guys who have been uh, preparing for years straight without taking a year off. I don't know. But if you get one, the left side of your offensive line or your right side of your offensive line shirt up a little bit, that side of the offensive line is weak right now. If you can get that shirt up, if you can draft a running back who can actually pass protect and the bonus of catch passes like a Cam Akers out of Florida State, it puts less pressure on Rob Gronkowski to have to stay on the line of scrimmage and actually block. Not only just pressure on him confident wise, but pressure on his body specifically. The lower body would be really, really impacted when you have edge rushers, when you have linebackers, people blitzing on you and putting consistent pressure on those knees, on that back, 
it's going to help a lot more if you don't have to be on the line. I think the most ideal thing is don't put on the weight, right? Go into the slot a lot more where he was before he retired about 25% of the time. Get into the slot more than that. Get into the slot a third of the time, if not higher, and just keep Rob Gronkowski off the line of scrimmage. And then you can continue to run this 12 personnel, but you can actually have two tight ends on the field and be pass catching threats and not try and go more of a run style offense. I know you have Tom Brady. I know you can have a good defense this year and you have the strong wide receivers in Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, but you can do a lot with this offense. And it really does. It really does depend in my opinion on what you're going to do with these tight ends, OJ Howard, Rob Gronkowski's role to see if you're going to go more 11 personnel, use Justin Watson and or Scotty Miller, who would be their third wide receiver on the outside and put Godwin into the slot. Regardless, I think more 12 personnel is coming. So I think that's the biggest change with Rob Gronkowski here, whether it's Gronkowski or OJ Howard, like I said, or Gronkowski and Cameron Braid, if OJ Howard is indeed traded and or cut, I think you're going to see a lot more 12 personnel. I think that's one of the biggest takeaways from this. But I asked at the beginning of the show, right when this started, do you, you think Rob Gronkowski is any good? And I said, I don't even know if that actually matters at this point. I think it's it's arguable and we'll have to see if there's anything left in the tank for him right after taking time off. But I think the biggest thing out of all of this, at least for this team in Tampa Bay is just really doing this for Tom Brady. You are in a win now mode. Yes, the Patriots did not fleece them maybe, but definitely won the deal in my opinion, getting a fourth round pick. But you're in a win now mode. You have Tom Brady for two years. You're paying him a ton of money. You have a very good defense in terms of your run defense, your front seven with a improving secondary those last four games of the season last year. You have a very strong offense and now you put a more, a leader, one of the best leaders of all time, if not the best leader of all time at the quarterback position. And what you give him now outside of just having to shore up the offensive line, getting him a suitable running back, you give him some sort of well-being, some sort of sense of home in Rob Gronkowski. You give him literally a friend, and that can go a long, long way when you're the new person in town after spending 20 years on really the opposite side of the country up north. They looked at it, the Bucks, and said, you know what? We'll give up a fourth round pick, right? We'll get a seventh in return, and we end up actually getting Rob Gronkowski too. So we'll take that. That's the thing that we want right now. We don't care about the fourth round pick. We care about the next two years trying to win a Super Bowl. If this just gives Tom Brady some mental stability, having a friend here, that's great. Anything that Rob Gronkowski can give us in the pass protection game and or the receiving game is even better at that point. When I asked how many receptions do you think that Robert Gronkowski will have, I'm very curious. If he keeps this weight off, I think there's a realistic chance that if he indeed stays healthy, and that's a big if, and if you want to project him for only 13 games played this year, since that's really all he's been able to play over his last couple of seasons in the NFL, 2016 cut short, 2018 cut short, missed a game in 2015, 2013 tore his ACL, right? But if you only project him in for 13 games, I mean, he caught 47 passes in what was his worst year before retirement. I could really see Rob Gronkowski going in there and catching 50 balls for you if he stays healthy for 13 or 14 games um, in this offense. That's not terrible at all. Now, obviously, 50 balls is difficult when you have so many mouths to feed out there depending on who their running back is going to be but I'm going to put my number at 50. I'm curious what everybody else is going to do. Thank you. I think this move is a win for both sides. I usually like to take a side be a little bit polar uh, but they get a fourth round pick the Patriots and they really weren't going to get anything out of that. They swapped a seventh for a fourth pretty much. They didn't think they were going to have Rob Gronkowski. He was never going to play for them. He said I'm only playing for Tampa Bay and then you get Tampa Bay getting Rob Gronkowski which is going to just surely help your offense if anything and if it doesn't even help the offense that at least gives your quarterback Tom Brady who you're hoping can lead you to the promised land in one, if not of the next two years, maybe if they're very lucky, their fan base and their organization, you're giving him some sort of sense of happiness, well-being, and just a feeling of home with Rob Gronkowski, a very close friend of his for the past better part of a decade while he was in New England. So I think it's a win-win for both sides. I'm very excited to see the shape that Rob Gronkowski comes in. I think we'll be able to tell very quickly if he's putting on weight, you're probably going to see him on the line a lot more. I think that actually increases his chance of getting injured. If he's staying a little bit slim, you're probably going to see him in the slot a lot more than the 20 to 25% of the time back in 2018. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed this video. Uh, please hit the subscribe button before you go, and I will see you in the next one.